many things to be balanced. This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized, we are handling our time management better, and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light, and good vibes only. So, if you are interested in living, laughing, and learning, growing, and glowing, drinking your water, and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome to the Life Unscripted Podcast. Building a brand and operating a business can get a little hectic sometimes. I mean, there's a million things to do and you only have two hands, but not to fret. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. So many of us have heard of the great resignation and many of us have also become aware of people around us might be you that um, has launched your own small business And I want to make sure that I am helping you guys to be equipped with what you need to be successful um, as you go on these journeys. So what we're going to do is to have a small series where I'll be highlighting some of my favorite tools that I use that helps me to run my brand, my businesses a little bit easier. Um, As you know, I recently uh, published a few books and rolled out some new programs um, that will also help you guys um, in your ventures. But going through the process of writing and publishing the books and rolling out the online programming and some of the other tools and resources that I have available to you, I came across some amazing tools that I fell in love with. So I want to introduce them to you. So one by one, as we do this series, I'm going to highlight one category at a time. Just give you a brief um, synopsis and explanation for why I think you should give this particular category of tools and resources um, a try. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about coming right up.
Hey, you guys, and thank you for joining us for another edition of the Life Unscripted podcast by Organized Energy. I am your girl, Tiff, and I'm super excited to be here for you um, who may be new uh, and, and this is your first time uh, catching the episode um, or catching the show via you're listening by uh, podcast or if you're watching the video, um, I'd like to introduce myself to you. So I'm Tiffany Williams. I am an author. I'm a podcaster. I'm a speaker. Um, I absolutely love helping people tell their stories. So what I do is I help you either launch your own podcast or write and publish your own book so that you can teach what you know or tell what you've gone through and what you've overcome or whatever your story or your thing may be. So that's me. Um, but we're not here for me today. We are here to feature a really good friend of mine. Um, we are celebrating Black History Month. And this is actually my first time as a brand of being super duper duper consistently intentional throughout the entire month of uh, really celebrating Black History Month uh, more publicly. And so um, I thought, you know what, I know that we, and in, in certainly all due respect to all of our ancestors that have come before us, that have done amazing things. Um, of course, you know, we have our Martin Luther Kings and, and, you know, and all that. However, we also have people today that are trailblazing and making positive impact in their local and global communities. And so this year, my goal was to highlight those people. And so I have a friend from back home, Miss Wendy Cosby, that certainly comes to mind when you think about a trailblazer, when you think about someone who's out and about in the community making a difference, making um, positive impact. And so with all that being said, I want to welcome you guys or welcome Wendy to our show and introduce her to you all. So Wendy, you can take it from here. Wendy, uh, why don't you uh, tell us more about who you are and what it is that you do do? Thank you so much, Tiffany. Um, I certainly appreciate you having me on your show today. Um, again, Wendy Cosby, Louisville, Kentucky native. And, uh, you know, when I think about my world, I think about being, you know, a wife, a mommy, a professional in commercial banking. Um, I also believe I am a chef. So, I like to stay, you know, you know, pretty busy, but, you know, fun busy. Uh, I like to, um, you know, network when I can. Obviously, we're getting back to that now that, you know, things are kind of calming down with the pandemic. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, I enjoy, you know, the community involvement that I am involved in when I think about, you know, the boards that I serve on and, you know, being ambassadors for certain organizations here in the global Kentucky community. So thank you again. Yes. Okay. So tell us what, what boards do you sit on and what organizations are you a part of? And I, this girl's busy y'all. Like she's like, she's everywhere and doing great, great work. So go ahead and tell us, Wendy, what are you a part of child? Cause you're in everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I sit on the board for the Louisville Olmsteads parks here. And I also sit on the board for the better business bureau. Um, and I am a Greater Louisville Inc., also known as GLI Ambassador. So um, those three certainly keep me involved in, um, in our community. So 
I, I am so excited for all the things that you do. And, and because, you know, I've been hearing lately a phrase that's been coined, representation matters. And certainly it does. Uh, and Wendy is in spaces and places where we need more uh, representation of, of brown people, of people of color and women. And so um, she, she's out there and she's doing it. Now, Wendy, what um, led you to um, Republic Bank? Um, what started you on your journey in the financial uh, world? Yeah, sure. So um, it's very wild. Last July, um, so July 2021, I celebrated 20 years in banking. So yes, I got started at the age of five. Right, and, right. And, you know, I've just been chugging away. But, um, you know, I was with uh, my previous employer for nearly 15 of those years. Uh, and then employer obviously was a bank. <laughs> and then I've been um, here at Republic Bank. Um, I am actually on April 11th, going to be celebrating six years at Republic Bank. And um, a former coworker of mine at my previous um, employer, um, he actually left them, joined Republic Bank, and he was the one who actually encouraged me to, to join. And you know, I was comfortable where I was at. You know, I knew the culture, I knew the systems, I knew the products, I knew my clients. But, um, you know, I think that, you know, we, we come to points in our lives where we need new challenges and um, we need to take that, that, that step of faith and, um, you know, explore, you know, you know, new options in our lives. So anyways, when I was interviewing for, um, the role, which is business development manager here, um, you know, the, the two main things that really grabbed my attention was one, the community involvement that Republic Bank is about. I mean, when you think about a community bank, you know, Republic Bank comes to mind. I mean, you know, we're um, really big on donating to different have organizations for different causes. Um, you know, we, we are really big on volunteering. Um, so, you know, when I heard that they were about that during my interview, you know, I was like, okay, well, that's great. You know, because, you know, I was with a larger bank that was headquartered out of Cincinnati. So the second thing that really grabbed my attention was just, you know, being able to be that old school, traditional, banker for my clients, meaning, you know, I know you by name, I know uh, who your who your children are, I know where you work, or, you know, what school you graduated from, or whatever, but, you know, there's just that close relationship you have with your clients, and when they have a financial need, you know, you're able to be there for them, and when I say be there for them, you know, if there um, is a, a need for, um you know, that extra little push to get um, a loan approved, um, you know, we can look at compensating factors to make that happen. Or, you know, if there is just that need where there was an oopsie that took place over to my account, you know, you're able to help them out with a fee or two. Um, obviously, everything's case by case, but, you know, I think we kind of got away from that, you know, with the previous employer and, you know, just being able to know I can really, really, really advocate for my clients and not feel like, okay, we got to stay in this box. That was very encouraging. 
And, you know, I, you know, made that decision on April 11th, 2016 to come on board. So. <laughs> uh, and I will say Republic Bank um, is an incredible bank in the Louisville area to bank with. They are super easy to bank with. And you are right. They are community centered. I can speak from um, from experience with that with them. Um, when you when you talk about working with uh, clients and, and all the things you're able to do, having a little bit extra uh, wiggle room there to, to make some things happen on their behalf. I also think about um, financial literacy um, in the community, um, especially as we are celebrating uh, Black History Month. And of course, this could apply to anyone, but within the, the Black community, I, you know, I do know and, and um, we know that the statistics are there to support it that um, financial literacy, economic empowerment, you know, is greatly needed um, in our community. And so with that being said, are there any initiatives or uh, resources that um, our listeners or those who may be watching even can tap into that the bank may have any kind of programming that, that where they can kind of tap into and learn a little bit more about uh, finances and, and the importance of various types of accounts and just some of those kind of things for financial uh, responsibility. Sure. Um, so Republic Bank has partnered with the Louisville Urban League, and we have taught financial in, financial literacy classes there to help um, individuals understand how credit works, how to establish solid credit. You know, what does savings look like? What does, you know, preparing for retirement look like? Um, you know, just general banking um, information that impacts um, personal finance. So, um, you know, that's one thing we have done, you know, for consumers. And just when I think about myself as um, an officer of the bank, you know, I'm really big on, you know, working with existing borrowers and, you know, uh, potential borrowers um, and just educating them on, hey, you know, this is what it takes to get approval for a commercial loan. You know, a lot of individuals think that, oh, wow, you have to have this super credit and, you know, you have to have, you know, six figures in the bank and, you know, you have to have this big, you know, uh, multi-million dollar uh, business to, to get commercial loans and that's not the case. So, you know, to be able to educate, uh, you know, individuals that I come into contact with uh, about how to qualify for commercial lending and then, you know, taking their banking to the next level, um, that will help make their business money, save their business money, save them time, add some type of convenience by partnering with Republic Bank's treasury management team. You know, a lot of people don't realize how much a lot of banks just in general offer to, you know, get that high level experience so that that business owner can stay focused on their goal for their business and not have to worry about, you know, the, the little things that, you know, can become an interruption mm -hmm. as a business owner. So, so yes. You know, that sounds um, incredible. You know, I have banks with credit unions. I mean, all of my adult life. Um, and for a period of time, I, I banked with Republic uh, Bank kind of when my businesses were just babies and getting started. Um, 
here where I'm at now on the East Coast, I don't have a Republic Bank, you know, and wish I did. Um, and so when you were talking about some of those benefits and being able to partner with your treasury management department, I mean, that is incredible within itself because there are financial management companies who charge a fee to help with financial literacy, uh, financial management um, and strategy and all that to sit down with a, a small business owner and kind of help them talk through and, and, and sort through things that they should be doing. Right. So for you all to have that as a benefit of someone that already um, uh, has an account with you guys is incredible. Would you um, give us just an, a couple of things when you talk about being able to qualify for financing for loans and, and things like that, especially um, in the climate that we're in now, many people may have felt like they were slighted when it came to some of the grants and things like that initiatives that were given during the pandemic, pandemic relief efforts um, for small businesses. So what are some things that if you, I don't care, especially if you're starting out, you want to start out right, get on the good foot immediately. But even if you've been in business for a while and you know you haven't been doing things in decency and in order, okay, <laughs> what? And so then a lot of our people were like, they gave it to them and they didn't give it to us. You know, we, we missed it. And I'm not, and probably so, like, I'm not even denying those numbers, those stats, those, those, those claims, okay? But going forward so that we can remain competitive, um, and so that we can be able to be viable candidates for and, and be recipients of some of these initiatives and funding as well. What do you say that any, not just a person of color, but any small business owner, whether you're, you know, you're a party of one or a party of a hundred, what should you have in, in place with, as it pertains to your financials? What I mean is when it comes to like profit and loss statements, a legal business checking account, not the one that you doing out of your personal, but your own business account, you know, those kind of things, Wendy. Tell us, help us out here. What should they be doing? Sure. So great question, Tiffany. Um, there, there's actually a couple ways um, or a couple things I'd like to share to answer this question. So um, one thing I'll start on is a specific product that um, Republic Bank does offer here, and it's um, ideal for minority-owned businesses. Um, it's called the Community Loan Fund, and um, with this loan, it is perfect for either that new entrepreneur or that entrepreneur who has, you know, opened the business, but they're looking for that extra working capital so that they can do things such as purchase more equipment, purchase supplies, um, have capital for payroll because they need to expand or start um, a, um, some type of staffing model, or just have that security net available. And um, one thing that has been very exciting about this product is that you can go up to $100,000. Um, you know, when we think about borrowing. So, with this particular product, um, the uh, the criteria to get approved is not as tight as it is with our traditional commercial products. Obviously, you know we're not going to just make a loan, you know, just because, you know, we're going to look at the finances, we're going to look at credit, but it's not going to be as rigorous. So that is a solution that we have. And I was able to help several 
minority-owned businesses in 2021 and late 2020, as we rolled it out in late 2020, but, you know, have been able to make that impact in our community with this product, which has helped many businesses grow. Um, but to go back to another piece of your question, so um, I at times have individuals who do come to me um, specifically about this product, and they're just like, hey, I have a business um, that I want to start, and I, you know, I, I know I want to apply, but I really don't know what I'm doing, and I am perfectly fine with that. Um, one of the things that's very important for any business owner um, to have on hand and written out is a business plan. Mm -hmm. This plan is going to show you, you know, the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats that your business could face. Uh, it's going to show you, you know, especially when you write out that three-year revenue projection, you know, what can I realistically shoot to make year over year? And then what do expenses look like year over year? Do I have a net profits or profit or a net loss? It's a really good visual just to see what your competition looks like, what income could really look like for yourself, um, what you know staffing can look like from day one and then five years from now. Um, so I certainly encourage that. A lot of individuals do not know that there are different uh, programs in every community that um, offer um, services for free um, to help you put together a business plan. Mm -hmm. Well, we have the Small Business Development Center for Kentucky, and they are actually down here, right downtown, uh, right here in my backyard. And uh, I refer clients to um, this um, team on a regular basis because they will put together with that business owner a solid business plan that, you know, a Republic Bank, that a PNC Bank, Chase Bank, would like to see. It's very professional and um, it gives us an idea whether or not their projected um, income can support a loan payment. Because a lot of people don't realize, you know, well, you know, I got to make this much money with the expenses coming in to support additional expenses that, you know, such as a loan that will be coming in. So, um, so I would have to definitely say as a new business, you would want a business plan in place. Now, next for um, a, a new business and then for an existing business who's looking to borrow, it is important to, you know, have your credit in a position where, you know, it doesn't look like you would be irresponsible with your loan payment, um, you know, should worst case scenario happen. Um, you know, when we sit and think about from a risk standpoint, you know, a borrower's priorities when, you know, the world is not perfect, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to take care of your personal assets first before you take care of the business assets or liabilities. So, um, you know, it's good to show that, you know, credit is in good standing. We're not looking for seller credit. 
with this specific program. Um, but, you know, we are looking to make sure, you know, payments have been made on time, you know, there's a reasonable credit score, um, and that uh, if there were ever any blemishes in the past that, you know, a good amount of time has gone by or if anything has gone to collections, those um, items have been satisfied. So, so yeah, credit score, um, you know, just the credit report itself, uh, a business plan, those are huge. And then just being able to show that you have liquidity, which is also known as cash. That's always good to show because you don't want um, to say, well, I want to start this business, but I don't have any money. So, um, you know, it's great to show your skin in the game. Now, we're not going to get down into the weeds and, you know, find out, look, you know, how, how did you come with this money? Um, but, you know, there are programs out here, um, resources out here that can point entrepreneurs in the right direction for grants that are available, forgivable loans that are out, uh, that are, for, uh, that are out there. Um, I have referred people to Global Forward and you know, the Small Business Development Center of Kentucky, and the contacts I have there have that information readily available for um, individuals who are seeking, you know, some free funding from the city and state levels. So, so yes, yeah, so um, credit, liquidity, and, you know, having a business plan in place, those are some great pieces to have to, um, you know, get that approval needed for a loan. You were super duper thorough. I love, I just, I, I hope that uh, you guys that are listening or watching um, are able to kind of uh, keep up and, and get these nuggets because this is amazing information. It's really necessary information because I don't care if you are out here trying to sell shoestrings or have the whole shoe store, you know, every entrepreneur and even just as a you could just be a regular professional I don't say regular you know but you could you don't even have to have a business to need to be able to keep up with with your um, financials even with the business plan no without having your own business you may not need an actual business plan but still having a budget in place you know your projection for your earnings your income whichever way you get it is still important as well so I love all those that you were able to share now still speaking on um, on uh, things that our entrepreneurial community, community might be able to benefit from, from this conversation. Um, you being a manager of business development for the bank, what, and I just kind of know you all to know Wendy, first of all, Wendy is just out there. Okay. Actually, Wendy, I wasn't able to, to tag you in the post. I guess, I don't know, you might have your settings set like that where you can't be tagged, but I tagged you in a post you posted recently a couple of weeks ago where you were, you know, you ranked, I forgot, like within the top 10 of, I think like production or sales or something, you know, or whatnot. And I was so proud of you. So um, Thank you. I did repost that on my on my personal uh, Facebook page because I was so proud of you for that, but I couldn't tag oh, you. you. So you probably don't even know that I did it, but I did. And uh, <laughs> I'm just so, I am, I'm so proud of you. I am. But Thank Wendy you. stays on the go, okay? This girl is in everything, all right? And, um, but she did recently, she was recently um, celebrated um, and, and um, recognized for being like a top tier uh, salesperson or, or in, you know, uh, some kind of sales capacity. So that brings me to another question. We're talking about things that, that, that I don't care if you're new or old in the entrepreneur game, 
times are always changing, technology's changing, social media and what's going on, trends are changing. So it always stays um, a very relevant question to say, what are some of your sales techniques? Because though you are in banking, at the end of the day, it's still a sales job. You know, you still have to sell because the bank is a business right. and they're in it to make money too. So what are some of your networking and sales techniques, sales strategies that help you set, you know, as far as like setting your goal, this is what I want to make, or this is, this is my goal. This is my department goal. You know, this is what I'm trying to do as an individual. This is where I'm trying to go, or this is my, what I want to achieve. So I, I, since I know where I'm trying to go, here's the goal, here's the route, here's how I'm going to get there. I'm going to reach out to this person, that person, tap into my network, you know, so, and then, but when you get the lead, you know, what do you do with the lead? How do you handle that lead? How do you work it until you you make a sale? So walk us through a process of even just setting the goal. How do you go for the goal? What do you do when you get the ball in your hand? How do you make the basket? Okay, because a lot of people, uh, they're, they, they have the business, but they're not making the sales. You know, they have the business, but the revenue not, is not kind of balancing out or reflective of what their goals are. So tell, you know, some of us that are out there, what do we do to make it? What do we do? How do we, how do we get the ball in our hands and how do we make that basket? Yeah. So great question, Tiffany. Um, when I look back um, at the start of my career here at Republic Bank, you know, obviously I was under a non-compete with previous employer. So, you know, I couldn't bring customers with me. I couldn't recruit. I couldn't do anything. My, my wrists were chained together. And so um, I literally had to restart my portfolio. Um, and that required me to be at as many networking events as possible. It required me to join um, um, networking groups such as BNI, which is great, um, so that I could leverage relationships in my wheelhouse within that group. Um, you know, I had to do things like hop on boards and, you know, hop on committees and, um, you know, just get that exposure out there to show people that, hey, you know, this person is pretty down to earth. This person is approachable. Um, and it doesn't matter how big or small you are in the community. Like that's who uh, I am. And, and she really is. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, another piece that was important during that time and then all the way up to this point, you know, I had to make sure I built solid relationships with other professionals in my wheelhouse specifically, who are in front of clients who, you know, not only they benefit from, but that I can benefit from too. So for me, that is getting in front of uh, financial advisors, CPAs, um, real estate um, agents, commercial real estate agents, and, you know, keeping a clean relationship with those individuals. Now, when you put in all that work and then you get those referrals, the number one thing that is important is customer service. 
you have to have customer service, meaning <laughs> that you explain and communicate whatever is being communicated thoroughly. When you're, when you're meeting with a client, they're coming to you for your expertise. So you can't use language and acronyms that they're not used to hearing because that's not their world. You might be talking to an electrician. They know terminology that I'm not familiar with. Mm -hmm. Just being very clear um, about what's being discussed, you know, from product types to the process to the turn time. And then, you know, once, you know, things get going, just staying in communication with that borrower until we reach the finish line or or that client, should I say, until we've reached the finish line, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think it's very important when I think about customer service, if there happens to be a mess up, just be the first person to say, I am sorry. Mm -hmm. About it, be transparent about whatever happened. People will respect you. Mm -hmm. In the day, when your customer service is on point, you're going to have a returning client and that client's going to refer people that they know who need the same services or similar service services. So I, I really believe the keys to my success is my customer service. I take a lot of pride in that. Um, it's a huge priority for me and um, you know, it has worked and I'm able to participate in the world of customer service due to the fact that, you know, I'm able to attract individuals to me who see me as approachable, who sees me as positive, who sees me as um, um, just down to earth. So I, I would say that's what has worked for me. Um, and just, you know, I would say secondly, just staying consistent. I do, I believe that Wendy. And I think that a lot of what's required, um, I think a lot of the fortune is in the follow-up um, I believe that just like you said, communication is key. And I think we are losing it when we are, it, the other thing that, so I don't think we get on the phone enough. Um, I think we're afraid to get on the phone or we're too busy to get on the phone and following through, following up with people. Um, and I think we're, we're leaving a lot to social media and you can only automate a process or post so much. At the end of the right. day, you know, customer service, being intentional, making right. that one-on-one -on -one contact is very important. And very I think depending on the nature of your business, that's going to be like key, you know, um, yes. it, uh, and Wendy is not just saying it, that she's big on networking. Like literally she is all about bigger. She's out there <laughs> and, when, and Wendy does network. She networks her tail off. And, um, and that's the truth. And it's very important. I feel I have found in conversations that I have had that, and, and here's the other thing, uh, when you, I, I think that networking has become, become a lost art. People don't make the time for it or they don't know how to, you know, they don't feel comfortable doing it and you have got to network. Wendy mentioned, you have to be out there at networking events. You have to join networking organizations to build and leverage those relationships. And, you know, you have to nurture your network. And um, this, this, th just this series right here that I've been doing has been, 
an eye opener for me even, or an opportunity for me to nurture my network because um, a lot of times we get busy doing whatever it is that we do. And we are on social media and we collect contacts like we collect stamps. And we just add on and add on and add on. You don't even know who you're connected to half the time, okay? And when I did this, this, when I began this series that I'm doing here, just, just for Black History Month, my intentions initially was just to do it for Black History Month. And I was like, I want to feature, spotlight some trailblazers. Wendy's one of my favorite professionals. She really is. And um, I, I was going to do it then. Well, well the, as I've been doing these conversations all month long, I have learned so much about people I really did not know, no. Like, I didn't know them. They were just my fr- people on LinkedIn. And um, I'm like, you know, I kind of will go through the contacts. I was like, let me see who I see enough on LinkedIn that might, I might want to invite to the conversation. But I didn't know them a lot. You know, maybe I only knew them for their face and that's it, right? And so I said, okay, this person seems like they're out there. And this person is doing something great in the community. Let me get them on and let them spotlight them. I have found out that some of my contacts on the side, you know, they 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 uh, have orchestrated their own. They have their own jazz band going on. So on the side, they play at weddings and, and at nightclubs and wonderful entertainment venues. And I have found that some of them have created these community organizations to do some good in the hood on the side on their own. Nothing to do with their professional life that they put on LinkedIn. And I have really found out some incredible, wonderful stories that people have told things that they have gone through, struggles they've overcome and where they're at now, why I see them as what they do on LinkedIn. There's a story behind what led them on that path in their professional role now. And this has just been incredible. But I say that to say that if you don't nurture your network, if I can, my my gem today for whoever is watching or listening, nurture your network, meaning find out who your strategic partners might be. Like Wendy said, by her being in banking, who needs banking? Realtors. Real, I put my middle finger up, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> let, me count, let me count with this finger right here. <laughs> so if you're in banking like Wendy, like she said, so that means there's there's um, the people that are in real estate would be great for her. People that are in financial planning and, and you know, and, and wealth advisors and things like that. If you are in, if you are a cosmetologist, then you need to be with people that do nails, people that do facial, you know, estheticians and makeup artists and all those because you all are going to cater to the same customer. You all can refer mm-hmm. around the circle, right? So right. I would suggest for anyone watching or listening Get in your social media, on your social media platforms, LinkedIn or wherever, and find those kind of people that would match what you do and start talking to them. I have learned so much that beyond Black History Month, I'm going to keep these conversations going because I had no idea what some of my contacts are doing. I am, in, I'm just loving, I am loving this. Um, but Wendy has given some amazing points, you know, with how to get your finances in order, how to be prepared if you want to get, you know, secure uh, funding. Um, and then of course, just with networking and how you can secure the bag, you know, with getting more clients. Um, Wendy, what else do you do? So let me back up and say, so Wendy was one of my very first podcast guests when I first started this show, like almost two years ago. <laughs> and um <laughs> gosh time is blown <laughs> yes and so so Wendy on the side beyond that as she mentioned she she loves to cook you know she is plant-based everything so that's what she was on the show for like almost two years ago uh, now we got her on here on a part on a professional level here but um Wendy so um real quick as I want to be mindful of the time for I want to respect your time 
what are you reading? What are you listening to? What do you recommend that our audience reads, listen to, you know, any social media accounts that you might follow that you love or any podcasts, any music, any artists? Like, what are you into on the side beyond your professional life that you recommend others try, listen to, watch, follow, whatever to binge watching, whatever? Sure. Uh, you know, I, I was actually having this conversation with an individual earlier today and she asked me, you will, you know, how do you keep things together? I mean, you know, you're, you're a wife, you're a mom, you're professional, uh, you know, how do you keep balance? And I think that it is so important to leverage um, social media. If you are one who is on social media, I love getting lost in on, or lost on Instagram because I am able to connect with complete strangers who are into natural healthcare. Mm -hmm. And I love every bit of it. I'm telling you, these people look good. And I'm not talking about from just a fitness standpoint. I'm talking about their hair is pretty. It's thick. It's not gray. They have white eyes. They have you know, obviously the pupils in there, but, um, you know, they have glowing skin, they have, um, you know, very white teeth, you know, these are people who are really taking care of themselves. And, um, you know, they're doing this with nutrition. And I say that to say, to answer the question from earlier today, and now your question, I think it's so important for us to be selfish about our health care. Um, because if we aren't healthy as individuals, how are we going to be there for our families, um, our coworkers, individuals in the community? You know, how are we going to be there if we're going through and, you know, got to go to this doctor's appointment or that doctor's appointment every other day, or, you know, you're physically unable to get around. So um, I, you know, I mean, there's just, because I'm on Instagram and then like it's branched off into all these other random, <laughs> you know, whether it's YouTube or, uh, you know, Facebook channels I follow, um, you know, I just follow a lot of like-minded people um, when it comes to healthcare, natural healthcare, natural or holistic healthcare, because that is just a huge interest of mine and it makes an impact on everything that I do because, I mean, I don't know how in the world I would do all this if I didn't have physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual stability. There's just no way. And, you know, you start to see that breakdown, especially once individuals reach a certain age point where, you know, you know, life, especially for women, it, it, it starts to take over. And a lot of women find themselves just, you know, breaking down and, you know, it, it does not have to be that way. So um, I really don't, I can't think of, I follow so many, but. Um. Well, if they follow you, then they're going to essentially be following who you're following because you'll repost good stuff. Wendy shows, what I love about Wendy, she says she's down to earth and she's relatable and she is. Look, and do. <laughs> Because Wendy, so she does, so she, she likes to, she's Chef Wendy Slate. Well, I'll let you tell who you are, your, how they can follow you. But Wendy, uh, so she's into holistic nutrition and plant-based nutrition. And so she does not mind to pick up, fix up a gorgeous, a beautiful meal. And sis puts it on a white paper plate. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Okay. Wendy, you're going to see something beautiful, baby. 
on a white people plate. And Wendy gonna take a picture and she's gonna post it for y'all. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but she, but if you, she, she puts incredible information about health and nutrition and all that good stuff on there. Do you, is your page public or do you have a page that's public that they can follow, Wendy? Yes. Um, my Instagram um, page is public um, and that is when W E N. I mean, I'm sorry, Chef Win, because I'm right, Gera. Chef Win slays with a Z, um, underscore plant based meals, and uh, you know, I, I'm just really, really, really big on not only you know eating foods that are providing my body vitamins and minerals to keep me strong on the inside, keep my immune system up, but you know, I'm really big on making sure they taste good. Um, I'm, I'm making sure that, you know, it's not something that is just straight up acidic that's, you know, leaving room for sickness, disease, infections to develop in the body. So, so yes, that was a little bit extra information, of course, but oh, yeah. no, you're fine. <laughs> yes, she is. You would let me and she gives great ideas and suggestions for meals, because one of the things people when you go plant based. Some people be like, I won't eat, uh, 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 what do you call it? They call it sub tofu. I'm not going to eat tofu. You know what I mean? This is the first thing they think when you say vegan or when you say plant-based, they're like, yeah. they feel like the variety is limited and, and, and they're so used to salad just a regular, a sad, a sad diet, you know, the standard American <laughs> diet. And, um, they're so used to their sad, sad diet that, you know, they, they immediately reject our you know, ours or, you know, this plant-based thing. And so um, I love it that Wendy is able to show a great variety of beautiful and delicious food that uh, she prepares to, to let you know it's fun that's there and it's variety and it's flavorful. One of my tricks has been um, in being able to be successful at having a, a plant-based diet uh, for the last probably three years, three and a half, about three years now, has been, I take what I loved when I was on that said diet. And mm -hmm. I just simply like, I, I, I keep, so I keep, the, I love the things like I love chili. Right. And so I'm just like, okay, well, how can I do this plant-based way? You know, I still want right. chili, but okay. What's a plant-based recipe. What are some things I can do to um, still get the chili vibe, but in a healthier uh -huh. way, you know, sloppy Joe, I love sloppy Joe, you know, okay, but I'm right. not going to make the meat. I'm not going to make the, you know, whatever the, 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 the ground beef with it. So how right. can we do a plant-based version of sloppy Joe and so on and so forth, you know, eggs, we find vegan eggs. We can still have omelets, still have our scrambled eggs and all that thing, but we use vegan eggs you know, or, you know, or, or plant-based type of, um, um, uh, egg substitutes. So there's so many ways of, I mean, gosh, you have stuffed uh, green peppers and I mean, oh, we have, there's so many things you can eat. It does not have to be something that you have to be afraid of and feel like you're going to be bored to death if you try it this way. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think if variety is a spice of life and you can have some fun with, um, with your plant-based way of, of eating, if you are just open to it and you open your mind to the possibilities, you know, but right. you know, Wendy has made like, uh, um, her public mission <laughs> to keep y'all informed. <laughs> and I don't say much. Cause I'm like, listen, either you're going to do it or you not, whatever, you know, I don't make a public, I'm just like, I, I eat what I eat and I'm mad at my, I'm over here drinking my water and minding my business. That's right. But, that's right. Well, but Wendy has gone on a public crusade about this. Okay. So she care about y'all and she's trying to show y'all what to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's showing y'all recipes. I ain't doing none of that. Look, because I, I argue with your mama. If you don't want to do all this, fine, whatever. People, you know, they come down on us hard, Wendy, with the plant-based life. And I'm just like, you know what? Well, and well, that's for you to mention that, for you to mention that, that actually uh, brings me to why I even started posting meals. Because just <laughs> like you, it was kind of like one of those things where I'm just like, well, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, people who see me, like if I'm out to lunch somewhere or whatever, or whatever, um, you know, they'll just notice. But um, because it became such a big thing due to the fact that I was um, and have been just always out in the community doing things and it's always centered around food, it just became more and more of a, you know, what, like people are seeing the results. They see the outcome. So, it turned into a, well, what is it that you're eating? What are you eating salads all day? And that's what they think. Or, you know, so I was like, you know what? Well, let me just kind of give people an, an idea of what I do eat. And then it just kind of grew from there. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. They, I mean, I think they think we, you know, they say the joke is, you know, we eat lettuce all day, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever, you know. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm watching the time and I want to be respectful of it, child, because we've already went over. I could go on and on with you all day because we haven't caught up in forever, but I, I want to wrap it up for you. So the last thing that I, the most important question that I ask everybody, what can you do at the space table? Are you going to get somebody set, Wendy? What are we going to do? Hello? Oh, there you go. It went mute. I don't know what happened right there. I'm like, hello. Yes, but with it, when it comes to spades, because I love spades, some can play and some can't. You know, everybody's not into spades. So, what can you do with the uh -huh. spades table, Wendy, at the family reunion? What can you do? I definitely don't renege. I know that much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I get myself a real good partner, and, and you know, we have an understanding that we don't put down any weak books, and um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna play to the end and make sure we are the winners um of the pot so <laughs> you know there are some that are so competitive with spades like they can recall what everybody had in their hand they know the order in which the cards were played they're like when I play that deuce of hearts you should have put down the blah 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 because they had the da 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 da, -da and they did and I'm like now listen now I love me some spades but now my memory I you know I don't know maybe I need to do better with that or what but I mean there are some who ain't playing about it, okay? They are serious at that yeah. point. Okay. They keep now, up with those books. Now yeah. I'm not I'm not great get my I'm not great get my, my partner and I set, but now I ain't saying I'm all less serious where I can remember everything that everybody everybody else's business, what they had in their hands. But uh yeah, that's always my fun question to ask because it's it's just it's interesting to see the variety of answers or hear the variety of answers that we get <laughs> off of that. But I will um kind of let you go. I don't want to, but I will. I guys, I am. Oh, wait, can they, if they're not in Kentucky, do you offer any products or services that they can still reach out to you for um, outside of outside of Louisville? Or do you have to be in Louisville to be able to qualify for any of your products, services or whatnot that you have available? So I have to respond with a financial answer. Uh, okay. Depends. <laughs> okay. It's okay. case by case. It depends on, you know, what type of service they're needing. Um, it depends on, you know, where in the country they live. Are you in our footprint, not in our footprint? Um, 
you know, I'll dig and ask some questions, see if there's any ties to our market, if they're not in our market. So, um, you know, put it this way, uh, we're always open to a conversation just okay. to see if we'd be a good fit okay. or, you know, whatever. So okay. it's always good to have, it's always good for it to be referral because, or, you know, that officer already knows the individual, mm -hmm. Because um, we're able to work with it because, you know, we live in a wild world right now and you have a lot of shady people who like to do mm -hmm. things from, you know, mm -hmm. other parts of the world. So mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I say that because we have an audience, you know, I have, they listen in and watch from a lot of places. So I just wanted to, yeah. um, but if, if nothing else, you guys, please connect with Wendy. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. She is amazing. And she's someone you would definitely want to know. Um, but with all that being said, that's our time. I thank you so much for tuning in for thank another edition so of the Life Unscripted Podcast. Um, you guys, you. If, if you uh, are in need of any type of financial, you know, kind of guidance or whatever, hit her up. If you have a story to tell, if you have a, a brand that you want to build and you want to do that through launching a podcast or writing a book, hit me up. You can go to organizedenergy.co um, and take care of that. Um, without all that being said, I love you, love you, love you. I hope that you have a wonderful and blessed remainder of your week, guys. All right. All bye right. Bye. It is awesome to listen to my show, but wouldn't it be amazing if you could launch your very own? Go from listening to launching when you pick up my new book called Is This Thing On? The Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast. And of course, it was written by a podcaster for new and aspiring podcasters. Think of it as business strategy meets podcasting 101. So yeah, anyone can launch a podcast. That's the easy part. But not everyone understands the business and brand strategy behind operating a podcast. Be it if you're doing it just for yourself and for pleasure as a hobby, or if you're doing it to get more eyes on your brand. Either way, this book, this project is for you. Visit organizedenergy.co slash shop. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash shop. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. Again, and as always, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the fact that you shared your time with me. That's number one. Number two, I always tell you guys as I close out my show that I love you. 
I remind you that God loves you. And I want you to make sure that you love you. Okay? I love you. God loves you. I want to make sure that you love you. Now, if you enjoyed this show and what you heard today, I ask that you do me a favor as my bestie. Would you please go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, and um, wherever else you listen that has the opportunity for you to rate and review. I would love for you to rate the show and to leave a meaningful review. I want to make sure that you also have subscribed to the show and that you will share it with someone that you think would really enjoy it like you do. Okay, I truly appreciate you. I really do love you. And I cannot wait for you to join me again on the next episode. Have the absolute best week ever.